to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. Welcome to episode 80. I don't usually spend time giving you an update about my life, etc., because I value your time. However, today I want to share that I'm doing a slight shift in my approach with this podcast. I will still be talking all things mindset for business, but I will be tailoring it down more specifically to accountants, CPAs, and finance professionals. I actually started my adult life as a CPA. I studied accounting and business in college, then I worked at one of the big four accounting firms at the time, and then I moved to a smaller firm and then into industry. I'm still married to a practicing CPA, and I've realized just how much this work can help other CPAs feel more fulfilled and less stressed, and how my specific experiences may be very useful to this group. And with that, perhaps accountants and finance professionals will have more time for the strategic work that we're talking about today and find ways to serve entrepreneurs like you even better. You can certainly continue to listen to the podcast, even if those titles don't fit you. I listen to podcasts for lawyers, real estate investors, teachers, millionaires, kids, and all sorts of titles that I don't hold, and I gain so much value from every single one of them. And if you know a finance or accounting professional who would love a podcast like this, please share it with them. We will both thank you. So now let's dive into today's topic. A common argument I hear from both busy professionals and business owners is, I don't have time for the strategic work, thinking, planning, or big picture stuff because I'm so busy with all the day-to-day -day stuff. There's just too much to do. The problem with that statement is that if you believe that and follow that as your guiding principle in managing your time, you will stay right where you are. You will continue to feel overworked, tired, overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list and lacking energy to make a change. Not only that, but you will close off your creativity and continue doing things in ways that don't work well for you or your company. You will miss opportunities for simple and big improvements that can totally change the way and the speed with which you get things done. And this applies whether you are an employee, a small business owner, or on the management team of a large corporation. There is always a place for strategic, bigger picture thinking, and those who make the time for it will outperform their peers and have more fun and interesting experiences along the way. When you intentionally make time to focus on strategic thinking, you almost inevitably come up with large and small solutions that save you a lot of stress and time in the long run. You train your brain to challenge the status quo and seek new approaches to common problems. One of my favorite examples of this in play is with a client of mine who is a tax CPA. She started working with me in February a couple years ago, right in the middle of busy season. If you know, you know. She was not excited about the time that our coaching would take away from her workday, especially when I told her that we'd be meeting for an hour every week. But she was committed to doing the work, whatever crazy ideas I had for her. Fast forward to April of the same year. And she came to our call delighted because she was finished with all of her busy season work two weeks early. That's unheard of, right? Taking that one hour each week to pause, get out of the weeds of the daily grind, release all of the stressful thinking swirling in her head, 
and get challenged with questions that brought her to the higher level big picture issues was exactly what she needed to identify and solve so many of the time sucks and emotional labor that had made busy season such a grind in the past. So how can you do this for yourself? Listen up, because I'm about to tell you exactly how to carve out at least one hour per week to think strategically, to pull your head out of the weeds, to get creative, to reset your brain, and to either reduce or reconsider all that work that seems so overwhelming and never-ending. First, actually make the time. Commit to yourself an amount of time that you will spend on this work, whether it's daily, weekly, or monthly. I like one hour a week to start because I know that when this work is new to you, your brain will resist it hard and want to push it off to once a month or once a quarter or even less. But that will not get you in the habit of this new approach to working and thinking. It may work great once you establish this new pattern, but it will make it harder to start. As part of this commitment, decide why this is important to you. If you have a reason that you believe it's valuable, it will be a higher priority to you to use this time. If you have a team that you're working with on this, either get team buy-in or help each member find a reason that works for them individually. Because the boss said so is not usually a very motivating reason and tends not to produce the best results. Also know what you want to accomplish with this strategic time. You'll be much more likely to actually take the time if you have a specific list of goals, topics, issues, or other things you want to address with this time. If you need help deciding, ask your peers or the person who challenged you to take this on or just really sit with it for a while. You will be so much more creative than you realize. And you will be surprised exactly how much you can accomplish in one intentional hour of focused strategic work. Personally, I find doing this individually to be easiest at first because that helps you remove some of the pressure of thinking in front of people or having to look smart with whatever you do. And I know there's a lot of pressure in this industry of accounting and finance to always have the answer and to never let anyone think that you don't know what, you, you know, what you're doing. You may find it useful afterward to regroup with team members once you've done some of this individual work, whatever works for you in your situation and your company. Second, when it's time for your hour of strategic work, it can help to tell yourself out loud that the other daily work will not go away, get lost, or things will fall apart if you leave it sitting for an hour. I know when you're first trying to take time out for something, it does feel like those are very true things. And if the stress is really powerful, try writing down a list of everything that you're worried will get lost if you take that hour to switch over to strategic work. That way your brain releases its grip on those items so you can relax knowing that you won't forget and you will know exactly where to pick back up once you're done with the strategic hour. If you're at the point where you feel like everything will fall apart if you stop for an hour, this strategic hour is even more critical for you. I've been there. I get it. But you can't keep things working well when you are forcing them and overworking yourself day in and day out. I know that's what you're taught to do in this industry and what is supposed to be normal, but it truly is not sustainable. That's a big reason why so many people leave accounting and finance. And maybe it's why a lot of people take a vacation right after a busy season ends or why we all get sick as soon as we take time off because we're like, oh, that isn't sustainable. You can also make a similar list throughout the week of all the big picture strategic issues that you might want to address during your intentional strategy hour. So instead of feeling pressured and stressed in the moment because you have a mounting list running in your head of all these big things you need to figure out, just write them down, have a separate list and trust that you'll address them with a clear mind because you have committed to that one hour each week. It removes so much pressure in the moment. Third, 
When you're in that hour of focused strategic thinking and working, only work on the strategic stuff. Don't let any distractions in. Block it off in your calendar, close your door, silence your phone. Don't make exceptions for one-off distractions. Decide that this time is critical to your success. Then once that door is closed and you're in your office or in your space or on your walk or however you want to do this time, breathe. Have some fun. And by fun, I mean you have an entire hour to only think big picture. Get creative. Remove the usual barriers in your brain. Ask new questions or old questions in different ways. Why is that thing a problem to begin with? Who decided it's a problem? How will you know when the problem is solved? What will it look like? What would be an interesting solution to one of the things on your list? Or if it's not a specific problem that you're solving, but you're envisioning the next big thing that you want to create in your career, your year, your business, your team, or with your boss, this is a great time to think in possibility. Thinking in possibility takes you beyond where your brain normally operates, which is generally in probability. Probability is, these are things I think can happen. This is realistic to think this way. I could see this happening. Whereas possibility is stuff that's kind of out there. It's where you entertain ideas that may feel silly, ridiculous, or unrealistic right now, but that also feel kind of exciting and light you up. Like, wouldn't that be neat if those types of things. So much of our frustration and stagnation comes from thinking only in probability. I challenge you, try it out. It's very fun. It really does make a difference. And finally, once you have your new answers and ideas, write them down. If there are action items, decide when and how you will take those actions. Commit to taking them. Put them on your calendar and then take them. If you need buy-in from other people in your company, put that on the agenda for the next meeting or call a meeting specifically to cover it, if that makes sense. I know that probably sounds overly detailed and simplistic, but this is where a lot of people stop. They think of things, they get these ideas, they're all enthused, but then the actual doing of the things feels like too much. They worry it maybe it won't work, or they're worried about doing it exactly right, or that maybe their boss or their team will laugh at them or reject the ideas. So they don't act right away. And then that not right away turns into days, which turns into weeks and months and sometimes years. And yes, I do see this all the time. And I am not exaggerating about years. I have seen clients take four years, literally, to go from identifying an issue and deciding on the solution, which was kind of near the beginning of that four-year period, to actually taking the action to put the solution in place. This step is something I specifically help clients with over and over. The setting goals, following through on them, identifying what you want to create, making a plan, taking action, and getting things done. Because this really does stop so much action and so much creation and so much progress in our jobs. So to recap, here are the four steps to making time for strategic thinking, strategic work, planning, whatever you call it. One. Commit to specific, intentional, strategic time. Put it on your calendar, get clear on why this time actually matters to you, and decide what you will accomplish in that time. Two, actively acknowledge to yourself that your other work will not suffer because you take an hour to do the strategic work. Keep a running list of what you want to spend strategic time on and do a brain dump of anything that might be distracting or stressful to you while you're taking a strategy hour. Three, don't allow any distractions no exceptions. Have fun with it, be creative, think beyond probability, and tap into possibility. And step four, 
Write down what you create, learn, or find in your strategy sessions and take action now. Then repeat as often as you decide you want to. I invite you to try out this process this week. Whether you implement everything from this episode or just a few pieces, you will notice a difference in what you accomplish and how you feel as you do the work. You will start to find creative solutions that lighten your load, change your outlook on your problems, and give you more time and energy to do the important things at work and at home. Because, yeah, you might actually have more free time. I would love to hear how this goes for you. Send me a message on Instagram and tell me all about it. Talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com.